What's going on, spooky fans? This is your chillin' host, Ruben. And I have an unnatural sexual allure. Hi, I'm Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to... Oh Welcome God. to Spooky Husband Mystery Hour. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Spooky Husband Mystery Hour. Uh, this week was my pick for a movie uh, that we had. And actually, this one was a movie that I've only seen once, and it was a long time ago. Like, I think I was still in high school when I saw this. It came out in 2005. No, 2004. 2004. Yeah, it came see? out in 2004. Yeah, so I think I did. Yeah, no, I saw it when I was in high school. I remember renting it from Rock, from Rockbuster. From Blockbuster, <laughs> back in the day. Um, before we get started into the episode, Quinn, do you have any uh, any news or anything like that? Uh-uh. No, yeah. Mm, I can't think of anything really no either. No housekeeping? Yeah, no, no, no major housekeeping. Cool, well then let's go ahead and just jump straight into it. So, this week's movie is a little unnatural. It's a little, a little spooky. A little supernatural. Could, it could be a little cursed. cursed. <laughs> so the movie we picked this week, or the only movie that I picked this week, was Cursed from 2004 with Christina Ricci, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, and Joshua Jackson. Do you, and do you do you know who those people are other yes. than Christina Ricci? Yes. And and uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yes, I knew who pretty much every actor in this movie was. Really? I didn't know them by name, but I've, I knew where I've seen yeah, them. Yeah, like I've known where I've seen them. Yeah, because this cast actually has a really huge variety of different people in it. That this I was is like very. Um, 2000 mid 2000s like star-studded event is what this was yeah i yeah definitely agree with it like shannon elizabeth was in it judy good uh, uh milo vetum ventimia ventimia thank you i was like i don't know if i can say his name right maya was in it her love is like whoa right like hardcore i it took me a second i didn't realize that was her and then i had to keep watching and i was like and then when she would say some things and i was like done Makes you want to have a, a knife fight in the desert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then even Nick Offerman was in this movie. Yes, Nick Offerman was like very briefly. Um, also, I just want to talk about how Shannon Elizabeth was in this movie. She is the 2000 Scream Queen. She was in all of the horror movies. Yeah, she was in Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She was in a bunch of horror movies at this time period. She, I associate her with being in... Horror movies of the 2000s. Yeah, most definitely. Um, well, why don't we just jump straight into the movie then? Yes. Why don't okay. we pounce it's... into the movie, Ruben? <laughs> let's just let, let, let's just go. Let's just go sassy right swipe. for it. No, let's not do a sassy swipe. Not on this movie. Come no, on. Dude. There were no sassy swipes in this no, movie. No, not in this movie. So anyway, so the movie starts off with these two girls that are starting off at like a carnival down uh, down in L.A. They're, I think they're uh, like the like, Santa Monica Pier. I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so they go past this fortune teller and they see this gypsy woman. And they're like, hey, can you read our palms? And everybody knows. Well, not everybody knows. And I shouldn't say that. But a lot of times when you see some fortune tellers and stuff like that at, at the uh, festivals and carnivals and stuff like that too, you, you know, you may not always be like, oh, okay, yeah, they're, they're legit or anything like that. Some of them are legit. Yeah, you know, very true. Some of them kind of just want to tell you or tell you what you kind of want to hear. So this scene was actually really cool to me because of the fact that she is like, yeah, sure, okay, let me go ahead and read your palms. Yeah, oh, yeah, the guy you love is not good for you. Dump yeah, him, that's you what know? you want to hear. Yeah, exactly. But all of a sudden, the the lady, 
Um, Portia de Rossi. Portia de Rossi. A.K.A. Yes. Mrs. Missella. It's Mrs. Ellen DeGeneres. That's Ellen DeGeneres' wife. Oh, that is! Uh-huh. I didn't realize that. Holy crap. See, I didn't even catch that. But anyway, so she grabs the girl's hands and is like, I see blood. I, I see blood all over you. You need to be careful. It, it, it hunts in, in the nighttime. It, you, you need to be aware of the beast. And the two girls are like, whatever. Okay, psychopath, lay off the meth. Which was great because even the gypsy was like, ha, 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 fuck you. Kind of thing. But so the girls leave. And then it pans to the band. Was that uh, Bowling that for Soup? That was Bowling for Soup. That was Bowling for AKA, Soup. A.K.A. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese and his band. Yeah. <laughs> I love Very Bowling true. for Soup. And it made me so happy. Yeah. And they actually covered a, a song that I love that I love hearing every Halloween. Like That is actually one of my go-to songs of Little Red Riding Hood. It's on my playlist Mine for too. Yes. Oh, and I, I just want to like listen to it. That one and Season of the Witch. That one just like. Yes. Every time I hear those, I'm just like, yeah. Which version? The ooh, I like the Lana Del Rey one. Me too. Yeah, I like the Lana Del Rey one or the original one. Yeah, they're both I, very just, good. Yeah, it's got that nice, creepy, cool uh, feel to it. But anyway, so it it kind of pans there. We see the band playing, and then it goes to um, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, his character, which his name is Jimmy. Jimmy. And Jimmy has kind of lost his dog, and he's flirting with this girl, and. The girl, you know, it, it's your classic high school scenario. Hey, I'm the kind of geeky nerd person that's over here in the corner. And I'm I think the hot girl who ignores you without intentionally ignoring you. Exactly, because we've been in, like, class for, like, since, But I'm like, just hot everything. and I don't notice you because I'm hot. Really? Because I, like, I've sat behind you in, in like, chem years. class for three years, you know? And, like, you're, 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 you're M.I. and I'm M.Y., you know? It's, Sorry. It's funny. I, my name's Brooke and I'm, I've been doing hot girl shit, so <laughs> I don't see you. <laughs> exactly. And while he's talking to her, <laughs> there's... This guy that comes in, and that's uh, her boyfriend, Bo. Bo, Bo yes. Really creative Milo. writing, by the way. Yeah. Bo and Brooke. Really? Bo, I mean, come on. It was the 2000s. Are they twins? It, you know, when I think of the 2000s, my brain goes straight to, like, the Vega Boys and, like, mm-hmm. just everything about that. Like, I think of Aqua and, and all of that. We need to talk about some of the fashion choices in this movie, too, well, again, by the it way. it was the 90s. Okay, again, I... One of the outfits that Judy Greer wears, she has a, a, a little sweater tied around her neck. Who's, who, where, where in the baby gap did she get this fucking sweater is what I want to know. <laughs> because there is no way a fully grown human woman could wear this tiny sweater. It was like a, it was a cardigan thing that was tied around her neck. It looked, supposed to look like a scarf. Yeah, it did. It looked like a friggin' scarf. She got a sweater from the baby gap, tied it around her neck and said, it's a scarf. Work I mean, it. It's I fashion. Mean, Hey, hey, it, it's, it is what it's it like is. It's like those dumb cardigans that end right at your boob. What is that keeping warm? Do you have cold boobs? Hey, I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't have one of those. My cardigans go all the way down. But anyways, um, so it kind of goes there, and Bo starts making fun of, of Jimmy. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, hey... Um, what you doing, nerd? What you trying to do? You he know, calls him the F word and not the four-letter one. Yeah. The British term for cigarettes. Yeah. Where we don't really discuss on this podcast that much. But anyway, so he, he kind of makes jokes about that, of him being a fairy and everything else. And like Jesse's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm not gay. Like I'm just here to get my dog. Yeah, I'm just here to get my dog. Okay, bye. And, and, and leaves when Bo takes Brooke. And they're like, okay, bye. We're off. You know, we're out of here. And then it pans to Christina Ricci's character, which her name is Ellie. Okay, and she's there at this. Okay, and by the way, um, this club that she's going to, she works for like a, a publicist or like a radio TV. She show. works for the Late Show with Greg Gil- Greg Kilborn. That's right. Okay, 
And she goes to go see uh, Joshua Jackson, which uh, his character name is Jake, and he actually is uh, from Dawson's Creek. Ladies, gentlemen, and ladies, they're listening to this podcast. Never trust a man named Jake. What? There is one Jake Why? in this world that I trust, and that is Jake from State Farm. Whatever. Jake I've, Gyllenhaal's on know, thin ice. I was going to say, I was like, I don't think I've ever made a, met a bad Jake. I don't know. I don't. I don't trust Jake or Kyle. Really? Oh, well, because that's funny because that's like two characters that's in this exactly. movie. Exactly. What? <laughs> you can never trust a Jake or a Kyle. <laughs> well, anyway, so they're talking and they're kind of going over everything. Christina or Ellie is going with the whole like, oh, hey, you know, I really have been enjoying seeing you. I really can't wait for us to get together and, you know, have some fun. And Jake's like, huh, I'm actually going to go ahead and disappear for a couple I'm going to take a break for a couple days yeah, after setting this up this is, club. Yeah. This, by the way, no, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to, you, you, you can make your joke, but this club was, was fucking lit. The club was awesome. Like, this, this shit was so, I want his job. I would have loved to have gone. I just hated the name. What? Tinsel? Yes. I he, thought that was the name of like the building. No, the name of the club was Tinsel, but it was more horror themed than Hollywood themed. I would have named it something else. Tinsel was kind of Well, meh. no, because okay, later on in the movie, you kind of see them going through the different rooms and there was like the diva room, there was there was the the western like a western room. room. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like the Maria Tussauds wax museum kind yeah. of thing. So Madame Tussauds. Yeah. Okay, I can kind of see it, but I still you was know, like more more Tinsel Town style because all of that was movie themed characters it wasn't anything like it wasn't anything else yeah you know but I, mean? there, I feel like a large part of it was horror and i was like that's kind of weird but it also like lends itself to the movie yeah i was gonna say i think that's themed. why it's supposed to blend itself to the movie style but um so jake is like no yeah i'm gonna disappear for a couple of days and ellie's like okay fine whatever peace out you know i'm done with you i don't really need to waste my time if you don't want to waste your time with me whatever yeah. and kind of like walks away from him and he's like no i wasn't anything like that okay you're gone already bye that's what i loved about Chris, <laughs> christina or, or, or ellie ellie's uh, christina Reese's character her character ellie. was like she gave no shit she was like oh, okay that's what you want to do bye i'm out take no bullshit yeah she is a career woman yeah. in la in 2004 she, she has had shit, shit to, to do. do damn straight <laughs> um and so it kind of pans off then to ellie picking up uh, Jimmy from I guess wherever he was, and he's upset because she was an hour so, late because yeah, she was right. fucking around with Jake. Yeah, so then they end up starting having a, having a fight in the car, and before you know it, it looks like they hit an animal or something and drove a car off of the road. And who was in the car? It was a uh, Ch- Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, it, she it was, was cursed. The, there was going to be the, so much blood. The, the girl, yeah, the girl that the gypsy said, "Hey, you need to be careful. There's going to be blood. All this stuff like that." Well, whenever <laughs> go, every time go. I hear every time I hear there's gonna be so much blood, I just think of Carrie. Plug it up, plug stop. it. Up. Oh my God. It's terrible, and I don't want to make the joke, but I can't stop it. Right? Okay, I made the joke. Let's move on. You're good now. Yes. Are, are you good? Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, so they ended up Christina Ricci, Ellie's character. Ellie. Pushes, yes. Push it. See, you got me all messed up now. Okay. Anyways, um, they push her car off the road. <clears throat> they go down to try to help her and everything like that. And when they finally get her unpinned from the car, they already called the cops. The cops are on their way, everything like that. Um, she's like, oh, my God, did you guys – you guys better have insurance for, like, again, you, your car hit my car legitimately off the road in a canyon. So <laughs> they're like, well, we, we hit an animal and stuff. They're like – and she, and it's funny because she's like, oh, was it a dog? And then before you know it, the window shadows behind her, this giant wolf – bites her and pulls her out of the uh this actually made me jump 
You when it, when, it yes, when the wolf I was waiting for it. it, it, it I, this was one of the parts that I remembered when I saw it the first time, and I was like, here it comes, here it comes. And I looked over, and I didn't see you jump. So I, I jumped. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, it scared me a little bit, because no. I was like involved in the movie, because I love Shannon Elizabeth. I think yeah. she's great. Uh, it drags her off into the woods. Right. With uh, Jimmy holding her feet, and Ellie holding his feet, because he's like, grab my feet. And they drag her out into the woods, and the wolf starts tearing her apart, and they both kind of let go and run back to the car. And that's when they realize they've both been injured by the wolf. Right. Ellie has been bitten on the arm Mm -hmm. and Jimmy has been scratched on the chest. Yep. They climb back up the hill because the police are there and they're explaining, you know, hey, this happened. This is this wolf thing. Shannon Elizabeth in the car. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, guess who the police officer is that they're talking to? Nick no. Offerman. Nick Offerman. I was actually going to try to like figure out how to do his voice, but I couldn't. I was like, I, I got nothing on that one. I don't either. Yeah, see. He, he I, just, I can't, can't do it. But do I love it. him. Yeah. No, he plays a really good character. And honestly, I didn't recognize him first until he started talking. That's when I was like, what? Scooby-Doo say what? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, exactly. Thank you. I was like, I couldn't think of what, how to do that all of a sudden. And so... People are not going to be able to listen to this episode. They're going to be like... Can they just stay on topic for five seconds? Well, stop diffing. No. <laughs> so, anyways, after they, they kind of get home and they see, you know, they're like, hey, we need to talk about this. We need to do everything like that. And Jimmy's like, no, we, we don't. Whatever. And yeah, they kind of go to sleep. Well, Ellie ends up having, like, this weird nightmare and, like, these visions of... See, I didn't realize it was a dream at first. And in this sequence, she checks all the locks on the doors. Yeah. And then when she turns around, the door is open. And Jake is is there. Jake. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to come and talk to you. I found the key under the mat. And then I was like, wait, how did you get the key under the mat and come in this house? Because there's a deadbolt, a chain lock, and another lock on the bottom. Mm Mm-hmm. You're a liar, Good sir. observation on you, sir. Good yeah. job. Oh, but did you see this observation? Did you observe with your eyeballs this section? Okay, what section? Are when we... they get home and it pans over the city, like before it shows her coming out of the room putting her robe on, the mark of the beast is in the skyline. Oh. Did you catch that? I did not, actually. Uh-huh. Because I didn't even remember about the mark of the beast until a little bit into the movie, actually. Yeah, so. it was before they introduced the mark of the beast as a story element. Mm-hmm. It actually, you actually see it actually in the movie. It? That's cool. It's in the story. Uh, it's in, I think it's at this part when they show like the downtown skyline of L.A. Yeah, it's the shape. Yeah. So after the after the <laughs> the dream, sorry, um, both Ellie and. Uh, Jimmy wake up the next morning. They're like, yeah, you know, I actually kind of feel good. I feel weird. Like, you know, all this stuff. And they both kind of go on to their day. Well, uh, Ellie's kind of feeling herself. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to wear my hair down today. I'm going to do all this. I'm going to do everything. And gets to uh, her job. And everyone's like, wow, look at you. Look at uh, look at all that. Good for you. It's like the, it's you like know? in one of those 90s movies. She took off her glasses and she's so hot now. Yeah, it, it's, the, it's the Superman effect. The, the Clark Kent effect. The I won't actually do pictures about that, like, make me look, like, super nerdy and then, like, take the glasses off and be like, yeah, look, I'm still super nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so that happens, and Jimmy goes to school. Jimmy sees the, that girl again, Brooke, and he's actually having more confidence to talk to her now. So yeah. it's, it's actually pretty cool. And, well, when that happens again, Bo's there, and he sees him, and he starts making fun of Jimmy again. But this time, Jimmy's like, you know what, screw this. He's like, really? Because, you know, it's funny, you're the only one that keeps talking about 
wanting to be up with guys. Are are and you talking gay? stuff about gang? It's is, okay. Is, to be is gay. that is that what you want? Like, Do you need totally to talk? Fine, you know, it kind of makes him like kind of puts him in his place and stuff like that, which I thought was I thought that was funny. I thought it was really funny because he's like the psychological thing yeah. of hmm. Yeah, you know, the like, one hey, who, I'm gonna the one who smelt it, dealt it exactly. So from there, we. Uh, Pan back to Ellie's character at, at work, and this is where we meet Jody Greer's character, uh, Jonine. She's like this super Joni. over-the-top publicist thing that's working with one of her clients to get on the show. Scott and Bayo. Scott Bayo, that's right. And so they're kind of going everything, and she's like, she is legit a B-I-T-C-H. She's not she's just, yeah, no. She's, she's a real she, CU she, next she's Tuesday. A, she's a full-on bitch. Yeah. Hardcore. And she makes like little digs and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, I, you know, I used to date Jake too. You've been dating him for a couple of months. Oh, wow. I guess he does like depression. Yeah, he must like little, uh, what is, what does he call? What does she say? Uh, um, damaged. Damaged girls. Da- yes, yeah, damaged he really likes damaged kind of girls. Yeah, and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, okay, you know. So this is what we're doing. Yeah, this is what's on going a, on. On a Tuesday morning. Yeah. And then she passes by another, uh, inter- I guess another one of the workers there. His name's Kyle. And I couldn't find his name. Um, uh, Mark Rosen, Rosebaum, Michael Rosebaum. Michael Rosebaum, really? Okay, yeah. I was like, I couldn't find his name all for, for some reason. But he, he played... was very. Far, he's uncredited. Oh, I had to okay. look it up uh, through the IMDb page. Okay, because that's Lex Luthor from Smallville. Oh, and also uh, one of the other main characters from Urban Legends. Yes, but also this is what I was telling you while you're watching the movie. Okay, this movie stars two Lex Luthors. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg and, uh, uh, uh-huh. and uh, other dude. Yeah, yeah, Mark Rosenbaum. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he kind of like walks by, and Jonine again. I, I do like her. I do like her little trash talk thing. She's like, "Oh, hi, Kyle, gaining weight." Yes. <laughs> like, she's damn. Why? Fire. You're so mean. Fuck. And so they kind of go through, and they they make little small talk and everything else, and we see. What is it? Later on that night? It's later on that day because they do uh, part of their uh, part of Jimmy and Bo's little talk thing is oh you're gonna do uh, wrestling tryouts. Was it this day or the next day? No, no, that's the next day because because that was when he that's whenever he like put on the the sweater and was like yeah, yeah. cool now. So later on this night is when they go to the event where. Uh, Ellie is supposed to be meeting Scott Bayo with Joni. That's right, and he sees uh, Jake. She sees Jake. She there. sees Jake there talking to another girl that's dressed up as this leopard and is kind of like flirting with him hardcore. And she's like, "Oh, really? There? Look, hey, you found another one." He's like, "Yeah, that's a girl from my past. Uh, somebody that, you know, I was with in another life, in another lifetime, kind of thing." And she's like, "Yeah, funny how they keep popping up. Mm-hmm. Keep it in your pants." And he was like, "Can we talk?" And she's like, "No, you know what?" I think I'm going to disappear for a few days. Yeah, I'm going to take a cue from you. Yeah, and like walks away from him. Again, she, great stuff. But she like, also right. talks to Scott By- Bayo, and during her talk, he's like, there's something different about you, and I can't put my finger on it. And he gropes her leg, and she's like, but you put your whole hand on it? Yeah. And ends the conversation, and I love her for it. And the reason for this, okay, because I, I remember... Um, Jimmy is kind of going through everything because he already manically is like, nope, we were bitten by a werewolf that night. You know, we're we're, we're, cursed. we're we're cursed. We're changing and all this stuff. And he starts finding out different little things about the werewolves. You know, hey, they get heightened senses. They get um, extra stamina, added agility, and also an un a uh, 
What did you say? <laughs> a sexual... An, an unnatural sexual An unnatural lore. sexual lore. And so that's what was kind of happening there. Because if you noticed, Scott Bayo didn't really have any interest in her. No, until but she, she turned. She turned and like let out her like pheromone. her pheromones and stuff. Exactly. See, we're right there. Um, and that's when he was like, oh, oh, hi. It's uh, it's great to, to, to meet you, you know? But anyways. Um, so we go back to the garage and Ellie is getting in her car to drive away and you kind of hear like heavy breathing and you're like, oh, okay, this is weird. It's, you know, it's the werewolf. Yeah. And you do see the werewolf's eyes. You do see the werewolf's kind of like snout and everything like that. And the next thing you see is that girl that was dressed up in the leopard print, which spooky fans, by the way, that's Maya. Yes. I think her name was Becky. Uh, Jenny. Jenny. Becky and Jenny. Uh, Shannon. Uh, Sharon Elizabeth. Yeah, Sharon Elizabeth's character was Becky. Yeah. Yeah. And you see Maya there walking through, and the wolf is like, oh, okay, I'm about to I'm about to fuck this girl Snack up. Snack bag. Yeah, pretty much. And which, okay, by the way, Maya lasted a, a good She lasted time. a really she long time. I'm sorry, I would have not have thought of that. Because first off, she hears stuff kind of going on. She sees this, like this creature that's on its hind legs because it doesn't really show the full werewolf until a little bit after but she's like trying not to freak out she's trying not to scream she first she hides under a car yep. sees its feet and it jumps on top of the car and she's like oh shit let okay. me she finishes rolling out from under the car gets next to a hummer pulls herself up so you can't see her through the windows and underneath the car. And balances on the steps on the side of it. Yeah. On the running board. Yeah. While taking her heels off so she can make a running for it. And, you know, she's trying to like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? She sets her car alarm off to make a distraction and then hauls ass the other uh-huh. way. And I, she makes it. She does. She makes it to the elevator. She makes it uh, to the second floor. The doors like close yeah. and the elevator's going and the freaking werewolf gets the elevator. Yeah. Doesn't get her. She manages to escape. Kind of. Yeah. Um, she's safe in the elevator. And the werewolf gives up, so she looks out, and as she's looking out, the werewolf opens this the floor above her. And, whoa, like... Closed captioning just had squelching yeah. sounds. Yeah. Squelching sounds, bone crackings, yeah. head chopped off kind of thing. She's real dead. She, yeah, she dead. She dead now. So we get to the next day. Now, uh, Jimmy and Ellie, Ellie are both feeling are, themselves. Yeah, like hardcore. You know, Ellie's looking completely different. Same with Jimmy. He's got like this cool new attitude. Everything's kind of going on. I got a new attitude. <laughs> and, you know, they kind of part ways. And Jimmy is still telling Ellie, hey, you know, we are cursed. Like, it's not a bad thing. Maybe it is a bad thing. Maybe it's not a bad thing, you know. But we have the Mark of the Beast. And he kind of shows her hand. Or... He shows her his hand, and it's a five-star pentagram that's on his hand uh-huh. that apparently appears when it gets closer to the full moon. And she's like, whatever, you're so crazy. And she's like, kind of talking with her hands, which this one I could tell because if you notice, Christina Ricci doesn't really move her hands a lot when she talks. No, she doesn't. And this one, you could tell like, it was like forced. So it's like, yeah, look at over here. Look at over here, it, everybody. Yeah, it was distracting yeah. you to keep you from paying attention. And so you see it on her hand, too. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Okay, this is this is." And she says, well, I bought this, this. I bought this frame. Um, from Tiffany's. From Tiffany's three years ago. And it's sterling silver. If I was a werewolf, I wouldn't be able to pick it up. Right, it would hurt me. And she picks it up, and nothing, nothing, happens. nothing happens. So Jimmy's like, whatever. Okay, whatever. Let's go. Let's, let's just go about on our, our day. So Jimmy gets to to, uh, to the school, and he sees Brooke there, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go and talk to her. So he makes like this big, huge display and like goes and talks Jumps to her. over the top of the bleachers yep. with his werewolf powers. Yep. And, uh, and starts talking to her. 
Well, Bo sees this and is like, hey, stop talking to her. Like, you want to go? And the coach is like, hey, stop it, guys. We're not going to do a fight. You need to chill out. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Jimmy just wanted to try out for the for the wrestling team. You know, this is what uh, what's going on. And so Jimmy's like, okay, fine, let's go. You know, you want to go? I'm tired of this. You, you want to yeah, go? Let's go. You, you want to buck? Let's buck. Yeah, damn straight. And so they uh, they start wrestling. Well, first it's Jimmy and this other guy. Louis. One of Bo's friends. And he pretty much does like the Scarlet Witch leg throw thing. That so here's the thing. Is, that was awesome. I love that. Here's something I had an issue with in this wrestling moment. Okay. Jimmy gets knocked on his ass twice. Uh-huh. And then the third time he does the Black Widow uh, thigh throw. Uh-huh. And everybody's like, oh, shit, Louis getting his ass beat. Was he, though? I'm, I'm just as far as wrestling goes, two outs is better than one out, no matter how cool you do it. Okay, true that. But I think it was supposed to be more the fact that since Jimmy was this nerdy kid that couldn't really hurt a fly kind of thing, like he was a push around person. Okay. For someone to do that, and I I mean, I would be like, oh, dude, Louie, he kicked you. Like, did you see that? Okay, see you know, that. You know, you, yes, you pinned him twice, but dude, he fucking sent you flying. With his thighs. Yes. That's like so- the karate kid illegal move. To win the tournament kind of thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So he beats Louie, and then Bo's like, no, let, let me at him. Let's go, coach. Let, let's, let's, let's do this. Let me at him. So- let me at him. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? That was a thing from a cartoon. Oh, okay. Jabberjaw. Let me at him. Let me at him. Oh, oh okay, okay. You know and so You were there. Bo and Jimmy start going at it and stuff. And Bo's like making the smack talk. Oh, yeah, you know, I don't want you to get your fairy dust on me and like all this stuff like that. And this is great because they start they start wrestling. And Jimmy kind of like flips him around. Like He suplexes he's, him up into the uh-huh. air. And he says this great line that says, hey, you want to know the cool thing about being a fairy? You can fly. You can fly. And, and he, he throws, throws him. him. Oh, it was so great. And it was a back-to-back suplex. Oh, it was awesome. And after that great display there with Jimmy, we go to Ellie. It pans there. And she's kind of getting everything ready. She seems to be on the ball with anything. She's like full-on hardcore businesswoman of, every, of all this stuff. And I guess the, the, her boss or the, no, the, the TV star that's there. Before this, when she first walks into the studio uh-huh. to get to her job, um, she sees the oh, fortune teller. That's right. The same fortune teller from the very beginning. Yes, not Zella. Yeah. And Zella's like, bro, ignore all this jewelry yeah. and shit. Like, I'm you're, legit. This you're is, legit, Carnage. Like, like, you were having issues. Uh-huh. You need it. And she's like, whatever, man. And Kyle comes up and he's like, okay, all psychics in their assigned seats. Bye. Uh, I, I don't understand how you call yourself a psychic. Can't you tell when you're, when annoying, you're annoying people? people? <laughs> like, okay, some of the one-liner burns in this movie was, were just great. Yeah, they were like, great. They were awesome. Well, she she goes up. She The day kind of finishes and she goes up to film the show. And Greg Kilborn, the host... Is trying to open a soda and he cuts a his Shasta finger. Soda. A Shasta soda. Shasta's all over this Shasta. movie. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. And he's like, well, don't just stare at it. And she. Yeah, because she's like, I need, a, I need a towel, I need a band aid and something. And nobody's like getting her anything. So. She just sticks his finger in her mouth and is like, cool beans. I got the blood off your finger. Yeah. So she kind of is like, that's gross. And she leaves. And as she's walking out, uh, while they're doing this, um, Greg Kilborn is like, oh, by the way, we bought Scott Bayo. He's not going to be on the show anymore. And his publicist is Joni. She follows Ellie out of the building and it's like, what the hell? Why did you bump him? And Christina Reach or Ellie turns around and is like, 
don't fuck with me right now. Yeah, I'm like, not in the mood. Alone. I'm not in the mood for this. I can't. I don't want to do this. Back the f off. And she runs to the bathroom because she's starting to kind of feel funny. And her coworker comes in, and this coworker we actually saw earlier in the movie. Yeah, because she had a bloody nose whenever uh, Ellie was like smelling something super tasty and delicious. It was the... human blood. It was human blood. So this 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 coworker is like Ellie. Ellie, are you okay? And is getting all in her business. Ellie obviously is going through something. She's. I mean, I get it. She was trying to be there for her and stuff like that. But at the same time, no, I'd kind of be like, no, to leave me the F alone. Okay, well, I'll be out here. Here's some. Uh, here, here's a bottle of water. Yeah, for I you. Was obviously this. going through it. She's got the BGs. Leave her alone. Do you want me to tell them, hey, they're cleaning the bathroom or something, so you can be left alone? Yeah, you know, you like, want me to stand outside until yeah. you're done doing whatever's exactly. going on. And Ellie like half transforms and kind of growls at her and tells her, "Go," <laughs> and she's scared and she runs out. From there, <coughs> Ellie's kind of believing more of everything that's kind of happening, what's going on, and it's getting closer to the because this is a span over three days. Yes, spooky fans to like the full full moon, you know, like when it's at its peak. Um, from there, again, we see Jimmy get home, and the dog that they have is acting weird because Super. at the beginning of the movie, the dog actually bit Jimmy and kind of got affected himself. Yes. Because he got scared and, you know, he bit, bit him. Bit Jimmy after he got bitten by the werewolf. Before and he goes, before Zipper goes full werewolf. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was actually about to get to that point. So it's funny because he hears a knock on the door and then, boom, who is it? None other than Bo at his door. And I was like, hey, I, I need to talk to you about what happened today on, on the mat and everything like that. And Jimmy's like, okay, what? Like, he's like, hey, I just want to apologize for, you know, saying all that shit and, you know, being like that. You know, it's just. It's hard, and Jimmy is like, like he's hearing stuff. He's like all antsy and everything like that, and he's like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever, whatever, man. Yeah, no, no worries and stuff like that. He's like, well, I just know that. I mean, when you know, you know, and if it's somebody else, you know, why wouldn't you know? And and Jimmy's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm I'm gay, and I I love you. you like know? you were right, I'm gay, yeah. and you're the only the gay guy I know. You're the only person I can talk to about this. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, bro, that's not what's happening. I'm not gay. I just have an unnatural sexual allure because I'm a werewolf. Yeah. You don't have to be that way. Yeah. I know you're gay. I know you're not a werewolf. You're just, it's okay to be not be okay. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. I'm a werewolf. He's, he's like, and yeah, they're going through the full thing. And it's just funny because you just see Jimmy going through the whole, uh, yay, go gay. Yeah, not for me. Okay, but, but I got to go. I got to go. Bye, Bo. Bye. You know, let me, let me leave. And so he kind of kicks Bo out and closes the door, and that's whenever we see Zipper turn into a were-dog. Yes. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, oh, oh no, yeah. <laughs> let me get out of here. And as he's running out, Bo is still on the porch. He's like, go, just get in the car. You got to go. We got to move. And they get in his car, and they haul ass. Uh, Jimmy's like, oh, let me call my sister and let her know shit's getting real with this whole we're cursed thing that she doesn't really believe that we are cursed. Yeah, and so we end up getting flashing back to her studio or where she works at, and they're telling her, "Hey, Jake keeps trying to call you and everything like that." And she's like, "I don't have time to deal with him. I don't have time to deal with his bullshit." Or I'm not going like to his, I, his opening. Tonight. I'm not going to his opening tonight, anyways. I'm out. Like I don't. I don't care. This part is where the gears started turning in my head. I know you saw me do yeah. the hand motion. Yeah. When I realized, I was like, "Wait a minute." 
Jake needed three days rest. Oh, you caught around that the opening. I was gonna bring that up because I was so like, I, I was wonder like, if he did catch that or not. I did catch that. So okay, I will let you take over All from right. here to so describe what there. happens. He's there and he's telling her, "Hey, we need to talk. Look, uh, your brother came to me and told me about the crazy thing that happened in the canyon. We need to. I need to tell you about what's going on. I need to sit down with you and your brother and everything." And she's like, "Whatever. I need to leave you alone. Like, just get away from me. I don't, I don't care." And you can see him start trying to keep his cool but getting agitated at the same time. And when he puts his hand up to the glass, he has a mark of the beast on his hand too. It's an old one because you can still see it, but it looks like an old scar. Yeah, it's really faded. And you can tell just by his like his presence or anger, I guess. Uh, oh, his best way to describe it, his aura, the energy he kind of puts off, mm-hmm. he shatters her window. Just by hitting it with his hand. Yeah, just by putting his hand against like the window. Just that much force. And breaks the window and tells her, like, he does the whole, I, I'm going to say the cool thing, like, just kind of reaches over slightly, takes the keys out of the car, and was like, you're going to talk to me. Oh, I love this Like, part. I was like, okay. Not that part, but not, the part that, that comes part. after. But, so she's like, all right, fine, let's talk. But first, you need to give me back my keys. So she gets out of her car, and he's like, all right, cool, here, trust, you know, everything. He gives her her keys, and she's like, all right, go ahead. And as soon as he starts talking, she she shanks him with the keys, like, once or twice, and then kicks him into the shrubs, gets in the car, and then drives off. I'm like, she's a cold-hearted snake. It was awesome. I loved it. It was slick. Yeah. She didn't even care. She's like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stab you. And her immediate thought is to go home and check on Jimmy. Exactly. While Jimmy is going to Tinsel to, to, tinsel to because check he's on her. Like, no, we are turning into werewolves. We're running out of the last day. Everything. And uh, Jimmy and Bo sneak into Tinsel using none other than Lance, Lance Bass's Bass uh, entourage. Host, yeah, entourage to get into the club. And so while they're there, he finally gets a hold of her. Uh, Jimmy gets a hold of Ellie. Sorry, everybody. And they start, like, hey, this is what's going on. Jake's going to be there. Jake's the werewolf. I believe you. He had a yeah. walk with the beast. And I was it, like, I'm him. on my way home. Let me yeah. turn around and come get you. Let me turn you. around, and I'm going to come get you, and we'll, we'll figure this out. So he's like, okay. And within an instant, Jake's there at, at the club. Looking, looking for, for Ellie. Ellie. because and, she's, and he sees Jimmy, and he was like, hey, I need to talk. And you could tell, like, Jimmy's kind of like... No, I have to leave now. I have to go through. And you see Joni again because she's there at the club to be like, hey, Max, let's, or not Max, I'm sorry. Hey, Jake, let's, you know, get back together. Let's do this. You know, who cares? All this stuff. And so from there, they're kind of trying to dodge Jake throughout the whole club. And Ellie finally gets to the club too, and they're looking for each other. Well, Ellie runs into her her colleague, Kyle, Mm -hmm. and they're there. Again, they're talking there and just kind of going through everything like that um and they they are looking around and they wind up in the uh hall of mirrors in the club right um and bo and jimmy are like well we gotta work together we're gonna look for jake to stop him right and as they're walking through the hall of mirrors they get attacked by a werewolf and not just yet not yet? No. Well, yes and no. This one was a little weird because – so Jimmy and Bo are in the Hall of Mirrors. Ellie follows them in because she ends up hearing them and Jake is there too. So they can kind of hear the conversation that Jake and Ellie are having and Jake catches up with Ellie and he was like, you know, let me – just trust me. Like, come on. And she's about to. And right then and there, that's when a werewolf pops out and slashes Jake and you're like, holy shit, Jake wasn't the werewolf. He wasn't the werewolf. Or was he the werewolf? What's what's going I'm on? I don't know. I'm confused. 
And so from that, that's whenever it kind of just spirals more. There, Ellie runs out of the Hall of Mirrors and is telling everybody to get out, get out. You know, it's a dangerous place. And everyone's like, yeah, it's a horror movie club. Yeah, what, on, what, like, are you, what are you running from? Yeah, and as she whatever. says it to the security guard, the werewolf jumps through the wall. And you're like, that's, that's what she's running from. Exactly. That's what the issue is, sir. And so the werewolf starts just chopping up and killing a bunch of people. A bunch, a bunch of people. Fucking shit up. Yeah. Knocks Bo out. He's he's out on his ass. Luckily, he didn't die or anything like that. She just like kind of threw him against the wall and knocked him out. Yeah, they kind of knocked him. Knocked him out. And so everybody gets out of the club, and oh, Ellie gets Ellie, out, and she's like, "Well, well I gotta get my, my brother. brother and stuff." And they're like, "Well, we're locking the doors down until the police get here to keep that whatever the hell that thing is in there in there." <clears throat> and she rolls into the gate and goes back in to find Jimmy because, of course, that's yeah. all of her living family she has left is Jimmy. Yeah, and she her. runs back in. And she goes back to the Hall of Mirrors. Well, she starts heading in that way back to the back to the Hall of Mirrors. Yes, in the in that direction. But that's whenever she runs into into Jimmy, and they're like, oh, "Okay, we need to get out of here." And they run into Kyle. Yes, in the hallway, and she's like, "Kyle, Show stay me away hands. from me." Yeah, let yeah. me see your hands. Stay away from me until I can see your hands. And he. Puts up one hand. She's like, no, no stupid, stupid, your other, your other hand. hand. Both hands. And he is like, come on, we don't have time for this. We need to get out of here. And, you know, the whole, you can trust me. Yeah. I promise. I'm not the bad guy here. Your name's Kyle. I immediately don't trust you. Uh, so she turns around. She's like, I'm leaving. Like, I got my brother. I'm done with whatever's happening in this building right now. And as she turns around, we see a furry arm come down and snatch Kyle up into the air. Real smooth like. Mm-hmm. No, no scream. No nothing. It was just a quick walk. Her and Jimmy stop, and they're talking to each other for a second before they keep walking, and blood starts dripping from the ceiling. And then Kyle's body falls in front of them like a, the worst pinata you've ever seen in your life. He just falls to the ground in front of them. Well, they both are kind of like, uh, we're not cool with whatever this is. Yeah. We're so leaving. They, yeah, so they, they run to another room, and they end up running into the diva room, and the first scene that you kind of see or the way that the camera hits it's these three singers that are there on the stage Madonna Diana Ross and I don't remember who was in the middle I don't remember Celine Dion Celine Dion oh yes okay. well then it kind of pans off and they're like oh check the walls check behind the curtains there has to be a wall another there. door yeah there has to be something and they start panning through and all of a sudden when it pans back to the three singers one of the middle sing- the middle mannequins gone and Jimmy's like uh, weren't there three of three? them before and Ellie was like shut up just keep looking for a door and he was like no there were three mannequins here like we have a problem and just right then and there, he, he gets, gets tackled. He gets no, he gets punched. Doesn't he get punched? No, like kind of tackle oh, punched. Yeah, like because the curtain opens and he gets bum rushed. Yeah, shoulder shove. Uh, and the person that attacks him is none other than Joni. Then other than Joni, yes. And she was like, oh, I guess there's no safe way to have sex with a werewolf. Yeah, she is like. We find out she's a werewolf now. Um, apparently she has been turned mm-hmm. and she's very upset with Ellie because she's like, you could have all of this and you're not. No, she wasn't really upset about that. She was upset about the fact that she was, that Ellie was dating Jake. Mm-hmm. That was it because she even said, she was like, you know, I, he's going to turn me and he's going to do all this stuff. And then after like maybe three or four dates, drop me and be like, nah, I'm not ready for a relationship with, um, you, <laughs> you know, and so she, yeah, she got jealous and she's like, you know, what's the, uh, this is the best way to take out the competition anyways. And she's like, I didn't even think that you were going to be a threat or anything like that. So I didn't even care to try to kill you and stuff. And then, it, but now look at you, 
Now I have to do something. And Jimmy keeps trying to get involved in this fight and save his sister. And she just keeps open hand slapping him away from her. Every yeah. time he tries to approach her, he just, she just... Boop. <laughs> just smacked right over there. A backhand <coughs> over there. And so, and so finally, you can kind of see that they start actually kind of putting up a fight against Joni. And which, it's all Ellie doing it too. Ellie yeah. gets thrown through a wall. She gets she, Zena's sword from a, a mannequin. Yeah. Or from one of the... Uh, the uh, wax figures mm-hmm. and tries to attack her, but she misses and stabs the wall. Oh no, that was Jimmy. that was Jimmy. Jimmy did that, of course. But Ellie grabs a brick, starts beating her up, punches her in the face, and again, she doesn't wait for for the villain to finish their monologue. You caught me no, monologuing, exactly. sly dog. <laughs> she just decks her and stuff, and it's great. And so they go through this whole big fight fight scene. The cops get there, and Joni's like, "Oh, okay." She turned full werewolf now, full werewolf beast. Yes. There, there's like three parts to to the, a werewolf. Yeah, there's like there, there's the human, there's the animal side, which because I'll I'll cover that a little bit later because we need to finish covering the movie before we before yes. we run out of time. So Joni turns into the full werewolf beast, and she starts you know kind of attacking them, and she's like, oh, I'm going to kill her with my claws and all this stuff. And the cops get there, and so she kind of like hides. Well, because you know. they throw a, a silver piece down her throat. Oh, and she yeah. manages to pull it out and she runs away. Mm-hmm. And the cops run in and they're like, what, what's going on? What kind of animal is it? Call animal control. And they're like, no, it's not an animal. It's a werewolf. And, of course, Jimmy just says it with yeah, nonchalant. Like, you got to – I don't know. Like he – like everybody's going to believe Everyone's going to just believe you. And they were like, are you serious? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Well, she kind of probably changed back to her human form, which is like a 5'7 skinny – Girl. She's got a bony ass and yeah. fat hips and, it, yeah. and, and bad then skin. And then starts going through and starts dissing her through the whole thing. And then the <coughs> werewolf ends up popping out and you hear her scream, no, I don't. <laughs> no, she comes, and she says, no, I don't. Fucking liar. Yeah, and she and busts she, open the door. <coughs> full, full werewolf form and flips them off. I've seen this gif for years and never knew that's what this that really? came from this movie. I've seen the gif of the werewolf just flipping people off for years. Yeah. I never knew it was from Cursed. Oh, yeah. It's from this movie. So the cops see her and are like, oh, shit, open fire. Open fire. Open fire. And they just, they start shooting her. They start trying to kill her and everything. And she ends up falling down from the rafters. And Jimmy's like, hey, you have to kind of sever the head. That's the only way to kill him or stab it in the heart. And the cops are like, yeah, sure, whatever. And, of course, as soon as you say that, the beast came back. Any kind of monster in horror movies, it's like... What's it's the rule? Double tap. Double tap. Double, no, just shoot it in the head. Jesse Eisenberg knows this. Yes, He was exactly, in Zombieland. Exactly. So they, they end up shooting the werewolf in the head, and then Jimmy and Ellie end up... They're like, hey, let's go ahead and go home. Let's, it's been a know, night. It's been a night. Everybody's getting paramedics and stuff. I can't find Jake. I hope he's okay. Let, let's go home. So they go home, and... While they're cleaning up the house from Weredog that kind of destroyed everything. Oh, zip. They start hearing cracking and you start seeing like black veins go through like their body and they're like, you're like, what the hell's going on? I thought the movie was done. Wrong. They start changing into a werewolf because by this day, it's full moon. The full moon. It's the, the full, full moon race full moon. touching yeah. them. Uh-huh. And they're like, what the hell? You know, we, we, we killed the, the werewolf. And lo and behold... Jake pops back in, and he's like, nah, actually, I'm the one that bit you. I, I knew that Joni was killing the other girls and stuff like that, so I was kind of using that to... Uh, to Kind of thin kinda, the herd? Yeah, 
kind of yeah kind of like i was gonna frame her and everything so people would kind of go after her and stuff and leave me alone and then you guys had to be there and i transformed you uh well but i want you to stay a werewolf now we can be together because we're both going to be like this but sorry i have to kill your brother because there can only be one alpha alpha in in pact fun fact alphas don't actually exist in the real world so many jokes, so many things. I can't say this on this podcast, damn it. Well, scientifically, in the animal world, alphas actually tend to die out before the supposed betas do. Oh, yeah, no. Because they have to live on their own and no one will mate with them because they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go down in the basement while your brother's fixing the lights, and I'm going to kill your brother because mm-hmm. there, can, there can be only one. And... That starts this whole last movie fight scene. Oh, this fight. Which was actually really cool because, again, Ellie is not one of the ones to give shit. She doesn't care. Like, you can be talking or anything. No, she already went to go grab this silver, an uh, actual cake server. Cake server that was silver and she's trying to s- stab him while she's like in super excruciating pain. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa calm down with that. Lay off like, the silver. Damn, girl. And he keeps, you know, kind of just. Throwing her around, and you know she gets some good shots in. She, she does get some she very good shots. Slashes in. his stomach. She does the whole the whole claw thing in the stomach, like the Freddy Cougar thing, and like throws him like five feet across the room. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, see the strength. It's cool. It's great. You know, but live as long as I have, and your healing stuff kind of gets a lot better than what it is. You can't really control it right now, so you don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, you're fresh, so you don't have your yeah. full set, and it'll come and go. Yeah, your healing, your your nails, all that stuff. You have no idea what you're doing, but I can show you how. You know, and again, this is stop, <laughs> damn. Um, but at this point. Jimmy is kind of there and he's like, oh, I'm going to do something and tries to help. But yet, you know, he kind of runs away. And this part, okay, I'm not going to lie, was super dumb. I kind of thought it was dumb. Just that he jumps up on the on the roof. Yes, he goes Spider-Manning across the roof as yeah, a werewolf. Yeah, like, okay, walk away. Yeah, whatever. So he comes back in. Both Jimmy and Ellie are kind of fighting Jake now. And finally, they kind of get him in a position where Jimmy's behind him on his back, holding him back a little bit. And Ellie grabs the, uh, the cake server and stabs him in the heart yep you know and he's kind of there and you can see him like trying to transform so he could survive or you know kind of kill them and just you know kind of keep living and that's when ellie grabs a shovel Shovel. and slices off his head awesome you know ending the ending the curse because now they're they're like okay i actually i feel better now i don't feel like i'm not in pain from changing i'm not in pain for any of this stuff and the body, Jake's body, ends up catching up in flames, so there's no... There's no like, evidence. No evidence. Which, see, I always like that about monster stuff, because you, it's hard to hide dead bodies. Yeah. Not speaking from personal experience. But then sometimes but, with the horror movies, you have to prove that this person was a monster, and you can't, because the body's dissolved. Nah. You don't really have evidence of it happening. Eh, who's going to ask for evidence? The police. He went on a trip. He said that he was disappearing for a few days. That works sometimes, actually. There was that guy in California. I mean, I'm telling you. And so from there, uh, the dog comes back, Zipper, and it's Brooke. And, you know, again, everybody kind of has, like, this nice uh, ending, happy ending. Jimmy gets with Brooke. Bo is there, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's we're cool, man. Like, Wish that was me making out with you. Yeah, kind of thing. You know, we're, we're, we're all friends now again. And it's kind of how the movie ends with uh, Ellie looking back up at the at the moon and was like, you know what? 
pretty cool. I'm going to go ahead and clean the house now, guys. Yeah, I got to clean the house because it's yeah. a mess. And the way this, this scene ended reminded me like an episode of Charmed. When they're outside, and it's just... I don't know, it had that same style of feel. Because yeah, it, was in it the, does. It was in the 2000s with it. They had that vibe. Yeah. That mid-2000s, tying up the story kind yeah. of vibe. But, and that's how the movie ends, for them with them breaking the curse, everybody kind of living long, and Jake the Werewolf dying. Yes. So, so uh, why don't we start with the rating system then first, before we get into some of our other... Details. I give this four and a half. Okay. Chopped up cape counselors. Nice. I'm deducting half a counselor. Okay. Because we never get to see the heroes of the movie fully transform into werewolves, and I feel like that detracts from it. Okay, I see that. I'm going to give it four camp counselors. I, I do like it. Um, there was again some spots that were just a little hokey. Little, yeah, a little hokey. I can understand why though that that they didn't want to show the full transformation like they did with Joni, just because of the fact that. I feel like it kind of would have made the movie dumber. Yeah, and they were cursed, so you don't want them to be want them to want to be werewolves. Right. Yeah, you're kind of rooting for them to not to change themselves back. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. So, but no, I would say this is a good one. Have you ever seen this movie before? I've not. I've heard of it. Okay. I've never seen it. Nice. So we watched this movie on HBO Max. Yes. So if you have HBO Max, check it out. It is a good movie. So the other kind of things that I was going to tell you, and I didn't get a chance to tell you at the beginning about it because we just started talking on other stuff. We got sidetracked. These damn sidetracks. But if I was at a fair or any kind of thing and if a gypsy legitimately like went or a fortune teller or anybody started going like that hardcore on it on like upon me when they're like yeah okay cool don't be wait hang on a second like i'm legit catching something here and tells me like this ominous thing i think i would be more prone to listen to it because i do believe that a lot more yeah (laughs) versus uh versus them just being like oh yes you are gonna have great life discoveries you're gonna you're gonna change your job yeah okay everybody does that (laughs) you know but no i thought that would have been cool also, this movie was directed uh, by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. Do you know where what other movie they both collaborated on? Probably something we've watched, I'm sure. Because we've watched, I think, three Wes Craven movies. I love Wes Craven. Wes, damn it! Wes Craven movies. Like, they are actually some of my, my all-time favorite style movies. But this movie we actually haven't watched yet on the podcast. But you, you know this movie. Like, hardcore. It was one of Drew Barrymore's first movies. Never been kissed? No, it's a horror movie, damn it. Oh, Scream. Scream, yeah. It wasn't one of her first movies. What, it was one of the ones that she's like named, named really for. Really known for, correct, yes. But when she was only in there for like 10 minutes. Yes, one of her very yeah. well-known movies. Yes. But no, her first movie was uh, Firestarter. When she was the little it? kid, yes. Oh, okay. See, I don't. I didn't. Okay, never I thought I, I for some back. reason thought never been kissed, and I was like, I'm not Josie Groshi anymore. No, and besides, didn't that one come out after Scream? Nope. Oh, Before. I thought it did. But anyway, so they they both collaborated in the Scream series with everything. So and then they made Cursed. So I did not I know that. that. Was, I thought that was pretty neat because that it did does have, make sense. It does though. have a lot of same style feels as, yes. as Scream does. Very so, similar feelings. I thought correct. It was, I thought it was really neat. What? Oh, I have a question for you then. Well, actually, before that question, did you have? Did you catch anything else? Or, or? other than the mark of the beast in the yeah. skyline? I don't think so. No. What did you like? Any favorite parts? 
Of the movie? Um, the werewolf flipping off the people. <laughs> and the, I have an unnatural sexual allure. Yeah. Were my favorite parts. I do, I do thought that was hilarious. They brought that up quite often. I was like, that's really good. But, okay, so my question for you was going to be, because as you know, I am a very, very big fan of like the monsters, the ghouls, all the stuff that's supernatural of everything too. I do believe in that. Because they do say one thing in the movie that, you know, all this is just myth. Which I don't believe. I do feel like there is stuff out there that goes bump in the night Mm -hmm. oh definitely like you know whether it is people that are that can change you know um skinwalkers shapeshifters werewolves whatever the black-eyed children fairies speaking from a let's see a what if standpoint i guess if you could be like any kind of like supernatural creature what what what's your go-to what would be like yep that's what if I was walking in the forest one day, I'm going to get changed into that. Selkie or werewolf? A what? Selkie. A selkie. What is a selkie? They are Scottish mythology. Okay. And they take... No, it's a kelpie. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I was like, I've heard of a kelpie. I haven't heard of yeah. a selkie. I was like, what the hell is that? They're kind of the same thing. Okay. Um, they are... They they look like beautiful maidens, but they're actually monsters. Oh, and when you come... It's a siren. I, I don't have to be a sexy lady. I can be a sexy man. And be like, hey, come over here into my swamp. And then when they come over, I get them. Nice. But then again, werewolf, because werewolves are sexy. Uh, out of all the beasts, werewolves are sexier than vampires, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, this definitely is a house that is undivided because, yes, I would have gone with werewolves too. Like Harpy. No. It's my first name. No. Yeah. It's my first thing. No. Vampires are cool, but I don't... They're overtly sexy. I don't. Yeah. I don't do overtly so, sexy. So you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to be like genie or anything else. No, because genie, um, all this unlimited cosmic power, itty bitty living space. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Okay, that's awesome then. Um, so, do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's uh, it. Yeah, I don't think I, so. I think that's all I have to I say about Cursed. Yeah, I'm so excited this for... was a good movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. I would watch this again. I think this movie was... was I would really... for sure watch this yeah, again. I, I would recommend it to other people to watch it. Too. I would... I feel like we should have like a, a 90s, early 2000s horror movie night and we just should. watch movies like this. We could put it on the projector. Put it outside. Yes. Everybody get their lawn chairs. Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be an awesome thing. Um, but... Spooky fans, tell us what what kind of creature would you would you be if you were a creature of the night, a creature. Well, not a creature of the night. I know. I was thinking of a Rocky Horror when I said that too. Creature of, of the, the night. night. You know. Creature of the night. <laughs> but no, yeah. What's your what's your favorite monster? Yeah, if you were if, if you, you were, were if you could be changed into a monster and stuff like that and have full control. By the way, you know you have mastered all of the abilities. Yep. Yeah, you're already past the the training stages. What would you be? Would you be a, a vampire? A fairy, a nymph, siren, like you said, a, a werewolf, you know? Centaur. A centaur, okay. I don't think that technically counts. I, I don't know. Some, a, They're kind a of satyr? guys. I would be a satyr. You oh, be I'd be a Mr. Tumnus. Oh, there you go, see? So instead of the werewolf, you'd be a satyr? No, oh. I'd still be a werewolf. <laughs> okay, cool. I've seen a werewolf well, in Paris, an American werewolf in Paris, and yeah, London. I and love them both. Yeah. Um, well, all right, spooky fans. Yeah, let us know on the Facebook. Hit us up. Tell us what uh, tell us what you thought about this movie. Tell us about what your favorite parts are of this movie. Um, and don't forget to tune in to us next week for Quinn's pick. Yes. Which have, do you have your movie? I've had it picked out for three oh, weeks. Oh, okay, cool. So we'll have to. Well, I'm excited then. We'll and we, we know the hint. 
that I'm very oh, excited for. Oh, it's still for. that movie? We're still going to do that movie? That. Oh. Okay. All right. We'll do that movie. I know you hate it and you don't want to watch it for like the 50th time since we got together. <laughs> We're watching it again for the people. Okay. For, for, for the spooky fans. For the spooky fans. We'll do that for the fans. Okay. Well, spooky fans, don't forget, check, it in, or check us out and see which uh, movie Quinn picked. And as always, stay, stay spooky. spooky.